Uh, many of you are aware of the fact that the One Israel Fund has a great event coming up on Tuesday night. Uh, I am honored to be hosting it. It's essentially the tail end of their incredible uh, online event to spend 36 hours and raise $360,000 for their goal uh, to continue helping the communities of uh, Yudan Shomron. And um, it'll feature Elizabeth Savetsky, God Elbaz, Naftali Bennett, Caroline Glick. It'll honor Dr. Emmer Laskin and Bart Baum. It'll um, it'll honor Amichai Luri, our good friend from the Shiloh Winery, Rebecca and Gabe Boxer, Gloria and Morris Grobe of Blessed Memory, with their award being accepted by the Grobe, Oppenheimer, and Pollock families. Uh, also, the Yadid Yesha awardees, Hannah, Talia, Molly, Isabella, and, uh, and Ariel. 12th graders at SKA Halb High School for Girls will be honored as well. Information, oneisraelfund.org slash one. oneisraelfund.org slash one. And again, it happens on Tuesday, the 29th of December. Eve Harrow is with us, uh, Director of Tourism for One Israel Fund, and somebody who's been so involved in so many great causes and organizations uh, for the benefit of Judea and Samaria. And she is with us live from Israel. Eve, welcome back to JM in the AM. Hey, I've missed you. How's it going? You know, I was wa- I was wondering if you were going to yell at me for not being in Israel for the last year. After all, I have a pretty good ex- no. I have a pretty good excuse this time around. You- usually, you put the usually you put the hammer down on us. Those of us who neglect getting to Israel fast enough. <laughs> a world pandemic—that's what it took to not get you here this year. Crazy stuff. Uh, crazy stuff is but right. We're managing. We're, we're we are doing what we do here, even though it's. Awfully quiet without the tourists, I have to say. I can imagine. I can imagine. My and I are uh, are just waiting, waiting for people to come back. But you know, we're busy here. Um, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of the archaeological sites and the tourist sites are being fixed up and redone. Herodian just reopened last week with like the whole theater in the back. I can't wait to take people around Gushetzion again. It's just a whole other. One second, and, and we're having trouble hearing you because you're breaking up a bit, but I, but this is important. In other words, in all seriousness, the pandemic gave an opportunity to both archaeologists and those responsible for renovating certain sites and tourist attractions to do so? Yes. Wow. Absolutely. That's... We don't sit on our hands here in Israel. Yeah, you know, that. after the first couple months when people realized this wasn't going away so quickly, so you have archaeological sites, as I said, that are fixing up. You have museums that anyhow nobody was coming, so they're using time to refurbish and renovate. The one by Jaffa Gate is going through a whole thing, um, new entrance, everything. Yeah, we're taking advantage. I, I'm back in school. I'm studying for an MA in Land and Visual Studies and Archaeology, so I can shoot even more information out of my tourists um, when they come back here. And One Israel Fund, which is, you know, I'm so totally involved with now. Um, also, we are, you know, we're still out there. We've got an incredible group of donors who realize this is the time where also things can get done. And so we've got parks going up and mikvaot and sports fields that have been refurbished. We just opened a dance studio in Itamar last week. Wow. Uh, this is so important for our audience to know. For those who think that the One Israel Fund, as one example of great organizations uh, in Israel, if you think that they've been sitting on their hands, as Eve just described, Parks, mikvaot, sports fields, uh, and God knows how many other facilities are now uh, either in progress or have been completed because or during this COVID-19 pandemic. So for those who are wondering, uh, is this a cause that really needs help? 
during a pandemic? The answer is 100% yes. And if I remember, Eve, correctly, this this get-together, this actual uh, you know, in-person dinner was literally postponed right at the beginning of COVID. Like, I, I think One Israel Fund actually had this plan that had to move the event, and now it ends up being a virtual one. Yeah. We did, but we've got these unbelievable honorees, and we can't just leave them in the lurch. Pandemic is not an excuse, so we still want to honor them and the incredible things that they've done for us over the years. And I'm going to be in there, I videoed a couple weeks ago with Amichai Luria in his winery, wow. eating some awesome lamb that he made. And I don't even like lamb, and it was like down to the bone. So uh, definitely involved with that. But you know, I just wanted to give your audience maybe some like food for thought, because sure. one of the things that we've been doing here is not just putting parks and mikvahs and changing communities because then more people move in, and that makes such a difference because everyone who's in the area is always in the headlines. Over half a million people live here now, but they can't live here if they don't have the daily needs met. And obviously security, which is a very big thing they're, they're doing. But one of the things that I've been doing the last couple of months is also reaching out to some of the ultra-Orthodox communities in Judean area because as we know, there's been some tension here in Israel, between the ultra-Orthodox community because of COVID and closed society and all this kind of stuff. I know it's been going on in the States as well. And and there are many groups of the ultra-Orthodox who realize that they are more Zionist than people think, that it is maybe not as easy for them to express in their larger city. And they have been coming out to live in the establishment. We just finished Inmate Side, which is on the eastern edge of Gushetown, right near the Herodian that I mentioned. We just finished helping them expand their girls' school part, uh, the girls' school yard with an awning. I've got a meeting up in Manuel in the Shamran, another ultra-Orthodox community, in a couple of weeks. Because we can change things quietly here as well by making these communities more attractive for them. They come out and they've said to me, listen, we didn't do the Army, we didn't participate in the state in other ways that maybe people were upset with us for, but this is where we're going to make our mark. We're going to come out here. We're going to come out to Judea and Samaria. We're going to build our communities, raise our total learning children in these communities. Anywhere the Jews sit, the Arabs can't encroach, and we see it on a daily basis, what's going on here in areas, seeing how the Arabs are just building everywhere. And they are making an impact as well. And this is a quiet thing. Well, now it isn't anymore because I just told you. But this is something that when Israel Fund punches above its weight in that way. So it's not just helping a community with a, with a donation and putting something up, but it's also encouraging different sectors of Israeli society to come out, to live together, to make a difference. It is so much more than it looks. And wow. it's really a great thing to be a part of that. And we've got all these initiatives. I've been doing virtual tours. I think we've done 16 or 17, uh, going into communities, interviewing somebody who lives there, who's doing something, working with at-risk kids, throwing some of the ancient spices that were mentioned in the Bible that are in the Qatar. And since people can't be here, so really been trying to bring Israel, Yudav Shamran, out to them. We're doing webinars also with some people who are really policymakers and sharing their ideas on what's happening here. So even though physically... Our incredible group of donors cannot be here and can't be on the buses with me, getting all excited about seeing everything. We're doing what we can to keep the connection, but it all depends on our donors. I mean, we can't do these projects unless people partner with us, and that's why next week is so very important. And I hope really that your listeners get involved because they can make a huge difference. It doesn't seem like it. 
but they can make a huge difference here, even with a small donation. The One Israel Fund never disappoints in the area of the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel. And I remind everybody here in the U.S., we have a change coming in the in the White House, and we know that the current administration has been relatively friendly to all areas of Israel. We have a change in the White House coming. Let's let's make sure Judea and Samaria is as strong as ever and just continues to grow and get stronger. Uh, we invite you to join us. Eve Harrow joins me in asking everybody to be part of it. Oneisraelfund.org slash we are one. Oneisraelfund.org slash we are one. Get your donations in. Get your reservations in. It'll be Tuesday night, 8 p.m. This coming Tuesday night, 8 p.m. 36 hours to reach the goal of 360,000. It'll feature Elizabeth Savetsky, God Elbaz, Naftali Bennett, Caroline Glick, an amazing list of honorees that we just told you about earlier, and both young and old, and um, and everyone out there, especially this audience, we're counting on you to make this a successful event and let everybody who leads the One Israel Fund uh, continue their work, even during COVID-19. Oneisraelfund.org slash we are one. Oneisraelfund.org slash we are one. Eve Harrow, Tadaraba. Continued Thank success. Chazak v'yemat. And we look forward to uh, seeing everything on Tuesday. Amen. We're all in this together. That Take is... care, Nachum. Thank you so much for everything you do. Thank you so much. And that's an understatement. We're all in this together. That's the message I hope I've been able to communicate over all these decades. We are all in this together. We must feel that way and we must act that way. And thank you, Scott Feltman. And everybody at uh, One Israel Fund for including me in that event Tuesday night. It's an honor. It is an honor to... Um, to anchor uh, what's going to be happening Tuesday night online. And I hope everybody joins us for what's going to be an informative and really special event. There's nothing like connecting to Judea and Samaria, and we have not been able to connect for so long now, (laughs) for so long. It is so, so crazy. More coming up. What is today? Wednesday at JM in the AM.